0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Building Ahrensberg podcast. I'm Thomas Ahrensberg.
1: And I'm Katherine Ahrensberg.
0: And we got a fun one for you today. We're going to talk about raising children. You know who always has
1: the most number of answers for your child-rearing needs? People who don't have children. Of course. Those are the people who know everything about because having children. Because they are children. strictly observers.
0: <laughs> they can just watch from the outside. And then you and get into away. it
1: and you drown. And then you're like, oh, I didn't know what I was talking about. It's interesting, isn't it? And then suddenly you don't want to give advice to anybody.
0: Yeah. As a parent, it, the worst thing you can do as a parent is give advice to other parents.
1: I really think that that's the only people who give advice are either people who have never had children or had them so long ago that they're just, I don't know if they're itching to give advice. I think they,
0: they gloss over oh, their the, experience.
1: Oh my gosh. If I had a nickel for the amount of people who would pass by me and be like, you're going to miss this when it you're, when it's gone. And I'm like...
0: It can be gone right now if you take my children from me.
1: I'm like, please just let me go into the store by myself without... roll. I mean, I've got pictures of, l- like, so many kids in a shopping cart, I couldn't fit a box of mac and cheese if I wanted. Like, wh- <laughs> I really needed two shops. Especially shop-
0: at these new new age grocery stores. <laughs> they give you the little buggy. <laughs> like,
1: the I Wind can't Dixie. fit
0: any kids in there. <laughs> Those
1: little mini buggies that have, like... I need that
0: Costco double seater. <laughs> That's right. They know what they're doing over yeah. there.
1: They're beating families. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Alright, so we're gonna start with uh something that we kinda discovered after we started having children. Shocker. And it was the thought that there's never a good time to have children. If we were we were sitting down and making our life plan.
1: There'd be no babies.
0: There would yeah, there wouldn't have been there's there no wouldn't planning. have been a time to be like, okay, right now we are where we are with our careers In our house projects, and now let's have children. No way. I mean, maybe when we were 65.
1: Yeah. It's like, we've done everything else, let's
0: try the old children thing.
1: No, it never would have happened. And children were always part of our marriage plan. We always wanted kids.
0: Right, but when?
1: Yeah, we never talked about when and, you know, how long. Now, being from an old Catholic family like we are, they start asking you when you're going to start having babies, like the day you get married. And you're like, can you just give me a minute? Just if, a minute. if you
0: don't have one within, like, nine months of when you're married, <laughs> they're like, what are y'all doing?
1: <laughs> Time's a tick clock's a ticking. Yeah. You guys, clock's a ticking. So. Um,
0: but there's two, to me, there's two reasons why people think that. And the first reason is that kids are so expensive. How are we going to pay for them? Even just one. How are you going to pay for them? To feed them, to clothe them, eventually to send them to school. If you choose to send them, to school, I am of the doing?
1: feeling that children aren't that expensive. Babies are not that expensive, but babies. Now they start getting into school, that can get expensive. Um, of course, I always nurse the kids; that's free. Uh, it's a good diet plan too. Formula can add up very quickly for sure if you're you're in a formula need. Um, but as far as the needs of a baby. To be fed and diapers. Those are it. They don't need all these crazy toys. They've got all these YouTube videos now. I don't know if you guys have seen them where they put a baby toy. and They put two things at the same time in front of a baby sitting in a high chair. It's a baby toy and like a remote or like any other household thing. Mm -hmm. They go for the non-toy every Every single time. time. Yeah, Every time. So... Babies don't need much, you know, people think you need a swing and all these like, they, they've had so many more things since we've had babies with right. all the revolution, even since we through. were kids. I mean, I think when
0: we were oh kids, my gosh. you had like, you were like
1: in a cage. They had put, the like, walker,
0: <laughs> <in> <laughs> the rolling walker <laughs> that like
1: would fly downstairs.
0: <laughs> you probably had a swing of some sort. And then, yeah, you had some sort of caging device. That
1: <laughs> like a baby gate for around. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Contain the baby. That's but even one. when
0: we were having babies, there were like all different kinds of swings. Yeah. There were different things you could sit them in that would shake or make noise. A or, thousand
1: different kinds of bottles.
0: Oh, yeah. So Every many single many kind of bottles. bottle that exists.
1: And of course, the baby has to try it out to see if they like it because babies don't like all the things. So then you end up with like 10 different swings. I don't know. You just borrow all that stuff in my opinion. Yeah, I was going
0: to say, we, we found ways to do it for cheap. We borrowed stuff. You know, we have... Um, Brothers and sisters that had babies before us. So we had access to clothes. Yeah. Um, Which I
1: feel like secondhand clothes are abundant. And I shopped oh, at thrift yeah. stores and. Well, because kids grow like so that. fast. I mean, yeah,
0: there'll be some, depending on how, you know, when your kids hit their little growth spurts, but your kids might only be in size 2T. Mm, our babies months. never
1: grow out of clothes.
0: Cecilia's probably still in two, two, two. She's, she's six.
1: six years old. <laughs> um, the other thing too is that we did not care. Even with the first baby, I did not care about having everything just so. You know, like mm-hmm. our second baby was a boy and he was in a pink swing. I just didn't care.
0: I do remember when we bought stuff for the first one. We tried to get neutral, kind neutrally colors. Yeah. yeah. Because we thought that we might be having more than one, and they may not all be girls.
1: Yeah, so in other words, practicality right. always reigned. You so know, we had a fan. lot
0: of, I think the chair was like brown tan or tan something. or something. Yeah, I, I mean, it was know. kind of a neutral color.
1: A rocking chair. You buy all these things. I think it's a lot like, you know, we talked about in previous episodes where you make plans for your kitchen or whatever before you move in. You do all this renovation, and then you're like, oh, shoot. We shouldn't have done that because now we don't use it that way. I think it's the same thing with babies. May, I know it sounds crazy because women, I mean, pregnant mamas, we nest. We have to have all the things. Everything has to be just so before the baby gets there um, or else you feel like you're a chaotic mess and you're not prepared. But there are some things that the baby really might not use or you might not use. You think you're going to use them and then you might not yeah, use them. There were a you're lot just, of
0: things I feel like that yeah. were like that that we got. And we, I mean – Maybe use them one time and either the baby doesn't like it, like you give it you try to use it and you think it's something that's supposed to stop the baby from crying, you give it to them, they never stop crying.
1: In general, they are in diapers and naked, that soft baby skin, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, and I they do. have those little wrinkles in their back.
0: They got wrinkles everywhere. They <laughs> got wrinkles in their knees. <laughs> so in the front of their they, knee.
1: They got that little velvety skin. Yeah. And ours had so much hair when they were born. They just had this little like baby wigs. Yeah,
0: little little grown-up <laughs> babies. So I guess to sum it up, they babies can be expensive if if you're very if you, particular about certain things and
1: Yeah, that's everything, right? right. Everything I mean, adds up if you're super particular. There's definitely picky about
0: it. very cheap ways to own a baby.
1: Own a baby.
0: Yeah. That's to not, to get right. one. To get you, get, you to a baby. get you a baby. I mean, there's
1: of course there's look this is a tough subject because there's always hospital things involved, medical sure. things. People don't have medical insurance possibly. Right. I mean, we are not talking about So that's,
0: that's yeah, that could be scary, obviously. If and maybe you're not in a position if that's the case.
1: It does add up. It's true. It does. But I have to say we found a way. I stayed home with the kids. I wasn't making that much money and you're a teacher. Right. So um I just I mean, what do you think you were making back then? Maybe like thirty five thousand dollars a year probably. when you first started? Yeah.
0: I mean I would have been a second year teacher. I and mean, of... if we
1: really want to get down to talking numbers here, you probably made thirty five thousand dollars a year and I probably made less than ten just piddling around doing right. you know
0: selling your baby onesies. Yeah, and... just
1: doing jobs for landscape architects in town and right. CAD jobs and whatever. I wasn't making that much money, but it was great to just set it aside. Now we're all we've always worked to kind of Increase our money by selling things on Craigslist back then and selling right. things on Facebook there, there Marketplace. Are
0: hidden, there's hidden income in and yeah, all of that for right, sure. Right, But on paper, you're right. It's probably.
1: So if we can do it for 40-ish 40 ish $1,000 a year, mm-hmm. I feel like, and of course there's people who are making much less money than that, but I feel like you can do it. So if you're talking about starting to build a family, money is not usually, it's isn't everything the fear of the unknown? Everything is fear of the unknown. I mean, we're sitting here talking about all this stuff when the the fact of the matter truly is you're afraid of something. You're afraid you're finding excuses. You're afraid that you won't be a good mom or dad. You're afraid that you can't afford it. You're afraid I don't know, fear. I do so many things or don't do so many things out of fear. So and that would have been the reason why we didn't have babies and we were just we had babies anyway. You know? It just happened. Because, again, we didn't know what we were doing. No, we
0: didn't. (laughs) Uh, But let's go ahead and take our first break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about our parenting. Mm. Welcome back to the Building Aaronsburg podcast. So the next thing uh, we have is we have to make sure uh, that we are on the same page and providing demonstrating a unified front or else the enemy
1: okay the children. Our children
0: will divide and conquer us yeah they will and the most obvious place this happens is with discipline if they know that one of us is a softy they know who to go to when it's time for dessert do we get dessert tonight
1: let me tell you who the softy is papa
0: Oh, Papa's for sure. S- That's different. I I can't even wait to be a grandparent. I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> I
0: cannot even You're wait. Gonna, is
1: it going to be payback time?
0: For Cecilia, for sure. <laughs> she has my dad wrapped around her little finger. Yeah. And yes, when she has children, if she has children, and they come to me, they're getting anything.
1: Anything and everything.
0: Anything they want because she knows exactly how to work around us Mm -hmm. you know it's funny my dad sent this facebook meme or something to me i don't know maybe it was a text message it said the reason that children and their grandparents get along so well is because they have a common enemy yeah mom and dad which is us you know so
1: thanks that's so nice totally
0: true But yeah, between the two parents, if they know one of them is a softy and they know that one of them's always going to give them everything and the other one's going to be the no person, then they know who to go to. It's
1: hard to be the no person all the time. I am the no person.
0: I'm the no person a lot too.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I guess so. I think
0: where they where they get you is when, and this if you have children, this happens. You know what happens? Mom, can I have dessert? No. Go find Dad in the other room who didn't hear this conversation. Dad, can we <laughs> have dessert? And again, if you're not on the same page, and this is not something that you already kind of, like, we don't discuss dessert every night, right? But we have a general. No, you're not having dessert unless it's like a special occasion or it's Sunday. Look,
1: it all comes down to you being not lazy and getting up from wherever you are, playing on your phone, and the kid comes ask you while you're distracted for yes, you to walk in the other that's room the and time ask, to hit him up and ask your partner, "What did you tell that kid?" Right. Yes or no.
0: Well a lot of and times, I And mean, if you just ask the kid, what did mama say? Hmm. You know when your kids are lying to you. Like they just have that
1: if you're paying attention. That's I think true. you're distracted. I mean that's, that's true. that is my number one issue right now, is that I'm distracted. So being distracted leads you to not paying attention and it kinda leads to obviously bad discipline or fuzzy discipline. You're just like, Yeah, 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 whatever you want, kid. Uh huh. Um, but being distracted also leads you to be being frustrated, which we have, that's not what we're getting. We're talking about you giving into your child when they want something, I guess, but it also leads you to snap at kids, which I'm, I'm terrible at. I'll be Mm. reading something on my phone or whatever. I'm distracted. In the middle of writing an email. Yeah. I'm distracted in some way. It's always a computer thing with me. Always, always, which is terrible. Um, And they'll come and ask you something and I'll snap at them. It's like, if I had not been doing that email or doing that task, I would have been much more calm with them. And so um you know I I just it's something I have to focus on because I think it does change the way that you Yeah, but your you know at the same time I do kid. think
0: that and you do a really good job of this. I don't, but I've learned from you to start doing a good job of this. Um the kids need to learn how to come into the room and read the room and see that the adults are busy or the adults are talking and I can't just barge in there and start letting everybody know what I got to say or what I need.
1: Sure. That's so when they different, come in though. and they see
0: that you are in the middle of doing something on your computer, whether it's writing an email or, I mean, they—if you're watching something on TikTok, although they usually can hear it and they come running into the room so they can watch <laughs> with you. Well, let's say you're doing something on your phone. Yeah. They don't know what you're doing on their phone. They need to learn to walk in and and read what's going on with you. But before then likewise, they just I need to learn that
1: if I'm not doing something important, to put it down. Sure. Because that doesn't happen often enough. Sure. I'll fully admit that does not happen often enough. Um, and that's
0: probably that's a that's a growing problem in our society. It is th- as adults, we are much more distracted.
1: Yeah, and I'll I'll say that we did, You and I have not had smartphones that long. In comparison right. to most people, we got them. relatively Really, we got late. them for
0: your business, I think, because yeah, you you needed. I think you, maybe you wanted to start doing more social media stuff, and you needed the phone to be able to post things. And I didn't. I had no need. And yeah. really, I still have hardly any need for a smartphone, but, yeah. you know, when nowadays with cell phones, you just, just get when you one. get the plan, like right. everyone's going to have data, you right. may as well. You
1: have to make a concerted effort to not get a smartphone these days. Right.
0: Yes, for sure. And so that just leads to people just being more distracted.
1: Now, speaking of that, that is a rule that we have, and we haven't really discussed a specific age yet, but our children do not have cell phones. Right. Which we is, have a which third is like,
0: phone, which is the kid's phone, that they'll use very rarely. I mean, if they... It stays at home. Right. It, it
1: stays at home. It does not go home, to school with them. Right. It's basically like our house phone. It acts as our house phone. Right. So, sometimes you and I will go on walks together, whatever the kids are home, they'll, you know... Be able the,
0: to call us right. in case we're not, or if we're taking too long or whatever. Right. Well, let's go ahead and take a break there. And when we come back, we got a couple other things that we'll talk about. Welcome back to the Building Aaronsburg podcast. Uh, For this last segment, we want to talk about, uh, because this podcast is kind of about business and raising kids and all the things, uh, one thing I think that we don't do a great job of although I think we do a good job of it personally, we just don't do a good job kind of passing it down to our children, is teaching them about money and how to budget their money and when to save it, when to spend it, and those kind of things.
1: We teach them how to make money. They're very entrepreneurial. They're always trying to sell. If you live in our neighborhood, an Aaronsburg child has been to your door knocking on it trying to sell you something. They're extremely entrepreneurial. Or if
0: you've just driven up the main drag here, they're usually posted up there on any given Saturday. (laughs) Peddling Satsumas <laughs> or something <laughs> they have found.
1: So they're very entrepreneurial. They want to make money. They want to earn money, and then they go and put it in their wallets, which is exactly what we do. I mean, it's exactly right. what we do. Although that's not exactly what we do, as far as in in true like that is what they see us do. Right? They see us get our money, a check or whatever, they see us go to the bank, we put it into the bank. That is what they see. And that's all they see. They don't see the automatic deposit to the church. They don't see, or withdrawal, or whatever you want to call it. Um, they don't see, you know, the f- the f- you know 401k or whatever the retirement accounts are. Like, they don't see that. Right. And so... Really,
0: we don't see that either. I mean, we we set it up years ago. Yeah. And it just, every month, it just takes money out and we don't pay much attention to it.
1: right. Right, but that's a choice that we made, you know, that that they have no conscious.
0: Yeah, and we we really haven't even talked to them about that. I mean, when we, we go to Mass on Sundays, one of our children brings his wallet and likes to put the dollar in the collection. Yeah, which is great. It's like, oh
1: my gosh, where did he learn that from? Because it wasn't me. Right, like, I didn't show him how to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The, the one thing... Um, thomas that you do is that you teach this he teaches math which i don't know if we've ever talked about that before we talked about your football coaching i think you talked about you being a mathematician in the past but um (laughs) he also teaches math and um part of your just something that you chose to do was to teach your high school students general uh budgeting personal finance finance is Mm -hmm. what you call it which is everything from choosing a job what how to Take us through the process a little bit, like pretty basically.
0: Yeah, I mean, very quickly, we talk first about how you make money, the different ways you make money, um, and then kind of what you should do with your money in terms of putting it in a bank or keeping it in your sock drawer. Um, Then from there, we turn to how are we spending our money, and the first thing we talk about is investing the money, Mm -hmm. you know, saving it for your future, or investing it in in different kind of ways, and then how do you actually pay for practical things. A mortgage. A mortgage, Buying car, a car payment, yeah. By, by the end of the year, the very last one we do is paying for college, which is kind of a, a hot-button issue nowadays. Yeah. Well, but it's very realistic to I teach at a private school. 97 or something percent of our graduates go to college mm-hmm. in some way. I mean, it's not yeah. all four-year universities, but I, you know, a big chunk of them do.
1: I bet a large percentage of their parents are paying for college too.
0: Probably, but I would bet it's not all of them.
1: Which makes it more and more and more likely that they – don't understand finances because there's someone else taking care of them at all times. Just like
0: our children. I mean, they they probably see their parents spending money, they see their parents earning money, saving money, putting it in the bank. But then how much money do they have and how much do things actually how much does college cost? How much does a car cost? Right. They probably have no no idea.
1: No perspective on that. I mean, I know our kids have come to us and wanting a cell phone before, which is an absolute no. But we always say, do you know how much a cell phone costs right. to buy, let alone the monthly, the monthly payment, payment. Yes. on that? Like, at the lowest, 40 bucks or something like that for the payment after you've paid for the phone. Right. Which so, is several hundred dollars. Oh, hundred. I mean, whatever. I could get onto that tangent, too, about how expensive cell phones are. But, right. um, So, you've got all this money coming out. Like, where are you going to earn $40 a month? And is it worth it? Is that, is a cell phone so important to you that you're basically willing to work all the amount of time that you can work in order to pay for this thing? So that you can I don't call know Call people. Call people. Is it that really, important? It's
0: it's more about the social media than it is the calling. Our people. kids don't
1: have social media. No, but I, for for so high school, So even if they had their own phone, right, sure. So even if they had their my our kids, if they had their own phones, they wouldn't yeah, even be on social know, media. They'd right. be texting people. Like, they wouldn't be doing anything more than what they're doing now. Correct. Calling and texting their friends, other than it would be theirs. Right. So And anyway. there's
0: there's probably a lot of just like anything, I mean, I think adults are more guilty of this than even kids are is that all of your friends have one, and so you want one. Sure. You know, and for people our age, it's houses and cars. For people their age, it's cell phones and clothes or something.
1: Now, I will say the one thing that we've really tried to instill in our children from the very start is a consideration for other people as far as um, if someone's bullying you at school, why do you feel like they're doing that? Like, where do you think that comes from? Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with that kind of thing. Um we know you feel left out because you don't have a cell phone or you don't have the latest whatever. Let's talk about why you feel that way and if that's a if that's something that's really important to you. Like right. let's talk it out instead of it being this right want that you, you know,
0: it's funny in one of my finance lessons, I always I tell my students that my kids they don't have a cell phone and one of them is almost going to be a teenager. They don't have cell phones and they're not going to have a cell phone. Mhm. And they, you know, my students go nuts when I say it. I mean, it's, it's, they just go absolute bonkers. But if you talk to our kids about cell phones, they have no interest really, no, not really. in having one. I mean.
1: They'll okay, go, Facebook's stupid. Right. I mean. Instagram's stupid. I don't,
0: I don't need a phone. Why? Why do I need a phone? It's really you know, just,
1: it's, for them, it's a viewing device. I mean they they don't create any content for TikTok. They're not creating posts for right. Facebook. <laughs>
0: it's really it's really no more than like a video game or a TV yeah. to them. Yeah. So for our kids. It's it's just a personal right device. Which even if they, they had they their
1: own, have. we would not be giving them free control oh, over. Absolutely it. not. Give me a break. Absolutely not. Now, do we want to talk about allowances? Because I know we're switching subjects here a little bit, but a lot of people get allowances and we don't give our kids allowances.
0: No, they are allowed to live here.
1: <laughs> They're allowed to eat at our table.
0: <laughs> and eat. And we'll give them clothes and an education.
1: They are learning to become part of a family um, without the need to be paid for it. I mean, that's just our personal thought on that. Right. And I think, that, speaking of coming together and agreeing on things and being a, a fr- you know, a not a divided. Unified a unified unifront- Yeah, I can't not divided a unified front that is an example of that i think that we both felt that way that like i'm not i'm not gonna pay you to do chores you don't pay me to cook your dinner right like i don't i've never really understood
0: they pay you with compliments sometimes rarely
1: (laughs) very rarely um and I understand if you want to do something with teaching them the responsibility of of earn. I think that's where it comes from. I don't think it comes from people actually thinking right. the kids deserve
0: are owed money for right. cutting the grass. No,
1: I think it comes with the with the teach you know the teachable moment of responsibility. But to me, I want them earning that money. For someone else, not in their own home. If you want to earn your own money, you can go and sell those at There's going to be a real estate open house down the street. Go buy some little Debbies and we'll deduct that from the amount that you buy. Like, I want you to learn how to actually earn money. Right. Not to feel not like you like are. just like
0: someone's going to give you money and then what should you do with the money? Not,
1: well, I mean, they should be performing some sort of chores. That's the typical thing right. that people would do with some sort of allowance. But still, I don't feel like that is what. Make someone feel like they're contributing to a family, you know. I think that probably ultimately leads up to feeling like someone constantly is owing, and like a tit, well, and like right. a tit for tat kind of a thing. Like, well, I took out the trash, and I, you know, when they get married someday, I don't want it to be like. Well, I took out the trash and I did the dishes. What have you done today? We've already talked about this. It's 100 and 100%. Right. It's not 50-50. It's 100-100. Right. And how does that end up perpetuating as they go down the line? So we think a lot about that kind of stuff. How what we're doing now in a really small way, what does that turn into as an adult? How does that, how does that manifest in an yeah, older person? Think the,
0: the other thing, and the other reason I, I do assign them a lot of jobs, I was assigned a lot of jobs when I was a kid. Side story. Every Saturday,
1: <laughs> story time with Thomas.
0: Every Saturday at my house, I have three brothers. My sisters didn't do any work. And if they're <laughs> listening, they know. <laughs> um, it's a sore subject, has it for four very, years? It's a very sore subject. Uh, but every Saturday, my dad would gather the four boys up and say, I got four jobs. And he really only had like two in his head. Mm-hmm. So. Who wants job number one? Everybody wanted job number one because it was an actual job. You it was learned. It was cut the grass. You learned quick. It was wash the cars.
1: And By you wanted By the time that he job. got
0: to job three or four, I mean, he was just, I don't even know where he came up with this stuff. It's just bizarre stuff. I I really do believe that I, I learned, that's how I learned how to work. Sure. You were given a job and you were going to do the job. And when we were done, there but was again, always this. Inspection? Yes.
1: Okay. Well, that but that is going back to what we were talking about, which is ultimately to discipline discipline children and to make them disciplined humans, right? Because probably wherever I thought we were going with disciplining your kids was like, do you spank? Do you not spank? Do you put them in the corner? Do you put them in timeout? We're not talking about that. We're talking about the actual discipline of work ethic. and. In order for them to do that, it takes disciplined parents right. to come behind them and make sure that they're doing that they it, right, it right. And if they don't, to keep at them until they do. Yes. And it is exhausting. That is,
0: that is a relentless job. You know, getting back to the parenting is relentless. That, that is, if there is so one tiresome.
1: one bit of advice and one thing that you should know about parenting, it is that telling or teaching a child how to do something takes so much repetitive action and motion to where you're so tired of telling them that eventually you just do it yourself or you don't correct it. And it's like the million and once time that they'll do it on their own and they'll fly. Right, And it's so tiring getting to that point. I mean, so just know that like, you're doing yeah, do it right. Feel, it's worth It's worth being tired. It's worth yes. all of it. when you. It doesn't feel like it when you're in it because you're yep. like, they're never going to learn. They're never going to get there. And then they finally do, and it's like, oh my gosh, it only took a quadrillion times. Yeah, I do feel like,
0: you know, all the littlest one doesn't do the dishes yet, but the older three kind of do. One of them does it right. So I feel like we've made some progress. I can assign that one child that job. And it will get done to my satisfaction. Yes, but
1: we have one child who's basically the cleanest kid ever and wants everything to be neat and tidy all the time. That's his personality. Sure. So you're not going to have that 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 with every kid. I mean, that does
0: help. But I do feel like if on Saturday that is always his job because I know it's going to get done to my satisfaction and I'm not going to have to come behind him a whole lot.
1: Now, and, when they get to be adults and they have their own children, they may go the a- absolute opposite direction. Oh, yeah, he
0: might hate that, and so he's not going to
1: not even, not even necessarily him. He likes it. I think he right. naturally likes it. I think it will be the other ones who hate it so much. I am fully. I will fully be prepared for them to have, like, crazy dirty houses when they get older and be complete hoarders because of the way that we, like, you know, we're, you say that, but we're messing up our kids no matter what we do.
0: We, I could tell you the four of us boys... Hated that Saturday, boys. I got four jobs, and you hear my grandfather out there ripping a chainsaw open, <laughs> and you're like, Oh, Lord, this is not gonna be a good day. Like, you hated it, yeah. But I would not raise our kids any other way, yeah. And I they, I learned the value of work.
1: That's you, though. That. You might have siblings, I would bet the I other might three have would siblings. agree. Okay, I,
0: I could be wrong, I could be wrong, but you
1: got one brother who doesn't have any kids at all, so he's out, right. there's only three all left. To make yeah. choices.
0: So we'll see. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. All right. Well, that'll finish up, but we will take a break and come back with a question from one of our viewers.
1: Welcome back to Building Aaronsburg. I'm going to read our viewer question. I'm ready. Listener I'm ready question. For my question. Okay. Do you guide your kids on who to be friends with, or do you let them choose their own? Hmm.
0: I would say that we give them advice about picking your friends, you know, kind of.
1: You can pick your nose, and you can pick your seat. What's the saying?
0: No. You can pick your friends, and you can pick <laughs> your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose. Oh. <laughs> you definitely don't want to be picking your seat and your nose.
1: Coronavirus. And then
0: your friend's seat and nose. <laughs>
1: Yikes.
0: Anyway, I would say we give them advice. Um, I think
1: when you when you teach your kids to be kind children, they want to be friends with. They don't want to be friends with jerks. I mean, I think that's probably a little more applicable as they get older than it is um, at a at younger their age. age. I and don't I, know.
0: I'll say this too. When I am, we are very fortunate to be in this position. But I teach high school. That is really like the high school age is where you kind of worry about the friends they're picking and yeah. the groups they're hanging out with. So I teach at the high school that they're going to attend.
1: He has most his, he has his eyes on everybody. yes,
0: I have my fingers on the pulse of the
1: that's right, and you also coach you coach the teams at their school so you know the kids that right. are that are they're in their class with um I don't know that our kids have ever had friends. I don't know we let them figure it out. they're smart kids right they can figure it out if you you're teaching them the the ethics and the, you know, the good things they need to know, usually they can figure it out pretty quick.
0: Right, so... That
1: person doesn't quite fit, you know. But I do think that if they don't figure it out on their own, that, you know, asking questions that makes them think, like thought-provoking questions, are better than telling a kid that they can't hang out with somebody. I do think that's
0: probably the worst thing you can do. If you tell your child... You can't hang out with that person. That's that's not going to go that's well. That's exactly where it's going to go, yeah, directly they're, they're to hanging gonna out with go, them. They'll do the opposite just because they're kids. But
1: at the same time, there's a fine line between getting way too up in your kids' business. Absolutely. I mean, come on. Especially if they're little kids. I mean, we're not right. talking it's about... Really,
0: and when they're little kids, there's so many fewer friends to choose from. Yeah. I mean, you have the 20-something kids in your class, probably. Yeah. You get into high school. It opens up a little bit. several hundred kids in your school. You're playing sports, and so you're meeting other people from all these different sports. So there's just you know you go to college. There's even wider group of uh, people. It's the scariest from. thing for me. So scary to think about. I think you're right, though. You teach you teach them how to find the right qualities in people. The, really, the only issue we've had in respect to friends we had when. Our One of our children was in first grade. She was trying to be friends with this girl that was just being really awful to her. Yeah. And you had to have had the conversation. That does not seem like something I was qualified to handle at the time. <laughs> um, of, you know, why do you want to be friends with this person when they don't treat you so nice?
1: Yeah. And I I've had the conversation pretty frequently about... Um, you know, mean girl type stuff. And if that girl's being mean to you, then something's going on. Right. So be considerate. And then, sure enough, it didn't take but a couple weeks. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that she, blah, blah, blah. her dad, you know, just lost his job or her grandpa just died or whatever right. it was. And she was just lashing out at whoever was closest. And what's interesting about kids, especially the ones, um, At least in the schools that we go to, they're in this. They know the same kids from kindergarten through eighth grade for the most part. Some Mm -hmm. kids might change back and forth, but they end up being like sisters. And you know that you will do some ugly things to your siblings you would never do to a common stranger.
0: At the end of the day,
1: you just have to deal with each other. You're in the same class. There's no choice. You don't get to choose your sisters. You also don't get to choose your classmates. Right, and so. Um, you're with them for so long, so many days and weeks and years, that you become. I mean, they're just the people that are there. And so you don't mind lashing out at those people and being ugly to them. So if something bad's going on at home, then you come to school and have no issue, you know, lashing out at the girl who is there every day and she's going to have to be there tomorrow. So
0: mm-hmm. why,
1: you know, no big yeah, it's deal? It's nothing
0: personal. It's just, you're just there.
1: Yeah. It feels personal. Right. So I try to like go in the back door of, of trying to teach our kids that, like to have thick skin, and that it's not about them. Most of the time, it's not about them. Right. I mean, it's the same kind of ridiculousness that I experience with comments on YouTube or you know social media or whatever. I get ugly comments all the time, and all I can do is feel bad for the person who took the time to like read my content or watch my video or whatever, and then comment about it. Right. It does not hurt Take my feelings. Take the
0: time feeling. out of their
1: day. Yeah, I mean, it's sad. To
0: formulate a comment.
1: And as I'm saying that, I know people in their ears are hearing she's just saying that because she has to say that to make herself feel better. No, guys, I really believe that. Thomas can tell you, when a mean comment comes in, I just am like it it does not bother me whatsoever in the Yeah, least. you post
0: a lot of them to your own social yeah, media. Yeah, I share later. them. Yeah. And
1: I'm not sharing them so that people will be nice to me about it. Like I'm share usually people will will comment back what I should comment to them because I'm not snarky enough to really yes. have good comebacks.
0: Right. And so... Um I, I definitely am like, I that could be my full-time job. I could sit Snark. there and, and comment.
1: <laughs> your your, <laughs> your comebacks to trolls are so like <sighs> math teacher. It's hilarious. They're like real logical statements. The last one that I did, they had a um, grammatical error. And so I just corrected their grammar and put a star next to it. You know, like you would yeah. do if you were mm-hmm. correcting your own grammar. So that was fun. I liked that one the best. Because all I did was write one word with a star next to it to cor- correct the grammar. Right. And that was it. So, so
0: that's what you got to teach your kids to do. I have mean, a
1: thick skin, you know. Um, now we're talking about keeping friends, <laughs> which is a little different, I guess. But I do think it's important. I mean, just with everything else we've been talking about, teaching them the values and making sure that their values are strong. And that one kid in their class isn't going to make or break the rest of their lives and their friendships. Yeah, there'll be
0: plenty of other people.
1: My mom used to, to always tell with. me, you don't have to be friends with everyone but you need to be friendly to everyone.
0: Very, very wise Isn't advice. Isn't it? It it its I Glenn like that.
1: Is, Glenn is wise. Yeah. You don't have to be friends with everyone, but you need to be friendly to everyone.
0: It's a good way to live, for sure.
1: Kindness, man. It wins. Every time.
0: Well, that'll do it for us. Thank you all for listening. Uh, be sure to subscribe.
1: Yep. We're on Facebook at buildingarensburg.com. We're on Instagram at buildingarensburg.com. And if you have construction stories, family stories, anything that we've been talking about, building your house story Did I say construction stories? Say construction yes, construction stories. <laughs> um, building a business stories. Any great, funny, exciting stories, we want to hear them. And you can email us at BuildingAeronsburg at gmail.com. Until next time, we'll see y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.
0: We these this is strictly our opinion. advice. Do, do not take this to the grave. <laughs> do not raise your kids the same way we did uh. necessarily. Welcome back to our parenting episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know why Slessy laugh. Why are we doing it?
0: Welcome back to the Building Aaronsburg podcast. I really struggle to say the word Aaronsburg. <laughs> it's my last name, so we'll try that again.
1: Is there some cookie dough ice cream in the freezer?
0: There is some. Okay. Yeah.